0: Listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollar sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Hey guys, it's Vlad Harris here on our Panther Rants Podcast. Happy Tuesday to you guys! As I know, some of y'all are going back to work today. Me, me, especially. I get to spend my day traveling, as I'm heading to uh, you know an hour south of uh, Houston, kind of towards Galveston. I'm uh, we um our hospital system acquired some hospitals in the last year, and basically I get to meet with them today and learn about them. And try to help him in a lot of ways. And I was supposed to be going with a co-worker, but he, you know... Last, you know, we were supposed to go last week, he couldn't make it. And then, uh... Today, the day of the whole traveling thing, he decides not to, you know... He can't make it either. Although he said he's sick, he got a cold over the weekend. And, you know, my thing is, is, if you, if you, um... You know, if you flake on me twice... It just means you don't want to go. And I understand. Maybe he doesn't want to drive all the way down the Brazos Port with me. You know, all the way down to here. I get it. I mean, it is what it is, and I'll deal with it. So, we have to make several other trips down here. So, I'm thinking, you know, he'll probably come down eventually. I mean, it's not so bad, I mean, it's, it's just, the down here, it's uh, where we're going, it's a little, you know, they're accustomed to doing things a certain way, you know, and I guess we're trying to help them make some somewhat modernize what they do. You know, it's an old, it's an old mom and pop type of uh, hospital, type of uh, establishment, Whereas we have like an outage at the hospital, we have procedures where we can still read, you know, where they can still do the, where you know doctors can still read exams and still perform, you know, you know procedures like uh, you, know, you know imaging stuff, and whereas them when they have an outage, they just say, "Oh, we're out," and then your patients pretty much are screwed because they can't get their MRIs or done because there's some sort of outage. Whereas if we have, you know, if we have like a network outage or something, we have things in place where you can still do what you need to do. And so you can, um, you know, when outage oh, is over, you can, you know, do what you need to do afterwards. In other words, you know, at first, like, you know, when you, uh, when you get your MRI or ultrasound, anything done all your images and stuff that you do, like your procedure yourself, it's actually stored on the hard disk of, of that um, of that equipment so if you get a CT, any anything it has a hard drive, where it stores all those studies so basically with a downtime, you know, at a hospital you know they're there. You just got to put them in a place where, where, you know, where, where a radiologist or a doctor can uh, dictate the study. Where they, you know, they, they, look, they look at the images, and they look at what's you know what's wrong with it, what's wrong with the patient, diagnosis, this and that, and you know we're up you know do the report. You know, it's kind of like we're um, say, for instance, if you watch Jaws, where um we're Hoopers doing a dictation on an autopsy I mean you saw that where he has the uh, mic- where he has the recorder and he's uh, talking into it and tells Hooper not the smoke in the middle of it which you know you can't really do when you're dictating a, you know stay at a hospital I mean they have we don't have recorders we just have like uh, microphones connected to computers and it's basically voice recognition where they can di- dictate the reports without typing so much makes life a little easier But anyways, uh, going through over the weekend here, Pitt Football hired a new uh, co- uh, coach, receivers coach, Chris Betty or Beatty, Beatty, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, but he uh, was on the Maryland staff and uh, he's been a bunch of places, West Virginia in particular, and uh, supposedly he's a hell of a recruiter and he's good at what he does, it's, it's everyone said this is a really good hire and you know there's a lot of positivity in terms of the coaching staff now and hey good I'm happy I'm sure you guys are too but uh, yeah we'll see what happens here how things work out so we got Whipple and we got Beatty hey we're good we handled our uh, business as far as receivers coach goes and offensive coordinator. So hopefully we see some um, some improvements there, especially in the passing game. Kenny Pickett released a uh, highlight video on his uh, Twitter. And, uh, you know, some people, I guess some person cracked a joke about his, um, I guess he tiled at eight yards, and Pickett responded by blocking him. And that's the thing is you got to watch for you. What you um, tweet to uh, recruit some, you know, players because they'll easily block you. Even if you're joking, they don't—they don't know that. They—they they just think you're heckling them. I mean, I'm blocked by Paris Ford. I got blocked by him because he—he um, he tweeted the uh, pit throwback jerseys during his recruit recruitment visit. And I remember, you know, the Will, like I said, you know, the Will years, he, you know, he loves, he loves all that pit script stuff, so he got excited, tweeted it out, you know, retweeted it, and I guess Paris Ford wasn't supposed to, I guess, tweet that picture at all, he wasn't supposed to reveal it, and I guess he got all pissed off, and I tried to explain. I guess he got nasty with uh, Willard years about it, and I tried to explain to uh, Ford on the tweet. I replied to the, one of the tweets. I said, "Hey, man, he meant no harm by retweeting what you, you know, what you tweeted. He just saw the uniform. He got all excited about it, and so I uh, returned. In return, uh, Ford blocked me. So." like, okay. So, yeah, I don't get to read his t- tweets down. Then again, maybe he doesn't want to re- read my takes on, uh, you know, on Monongahe River posts or Houston traffic and weather. As some people get upset over that tweet. You know. You know, basically anything Houston related to. I mean, he doesn't want to deal with any of that. Can't blame him. But uh, going the pit hoops now. Now, before we played Syracuse, you know, there was a lot of talk, there was a lot of bracketology talk about how um, you know if the season ended today. it would be with a first four in, you know, this and that. Well, I mean those those types of things were put to an end on Saturday because. You know, I guess we have to be more realistic about what's going on with this team. Syracuse, um, you know, put the zone on us and we had no way to solve it. You know, we had some good, we obviously have some good guards. It's just that any time we got past the first wave of defenders and got inside, they were trapped and, well, they were screwed. And we had to sell for outside shots. Uh, Syracuse themselves. It, it I mean, if they do make the tournament, which they probably will, it will not surprise me if they make a, a, a deep run in the tournament because I think they have the um, they have the guys to do it for one thing, and also they play that annoying ass zone defense, which teams can't seem to solve. So I wouldn't be surprised if they make another deep run. I mean that one year where they where he beat them three times, and what happened? They somehow got to the final four. Don't know how they did it, but I mean they play zone, they play physical as well. But uh, you know, they may you know they may have the personnel this year to make a deep run to the final four this time. But I think yeah, I mean, if not, they're, they're gonna create some havoc like they always do. I mean, it's like Michigan State; it doesn't matter how bad they are, you're always you're always picking them to um, go deep in a tournament. <clears throat> so after you know what happened, you know we're back to reality, and we got Duke tonight. And with this, the worst case scenario is, is it's a 9 p.m. tip off. Worst case is you're in bed by 10 because the game's over at halftime or before that. Or even worst case is, is Pitt gives Duke a game. Maybe, you know, Coach K goes a little easy on, on Pitt. And before, you know, you're in bed by uh, midnight or 1 o'clock because, for one thing, your adrenaline's rushing high and, from the you know, from that. And you're excited you don't want to go to friggin' bed now because, well, you know you're wide awake because of the game and then of course you know you want to celebrate with some beers maybe and oh well, then you tomorrow's a long day for you obviously but you can uh you know take a sick day or you know just say hey i'm dealing with some person some, some some personal business i'll be in you know when i'm you know later, later in the day the possibilities are endless So I'm not really expecting much from this game. I mean, I'm sure people will come out fighting. But I don't think it's really going to matter a whole lot. That's not, I mean, it's a bad thing. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, this team is light light years ahead of last year's team. I mean, for one thing, they got two ACC wins, for one thing. And they're showing growth every game. Whereas last year's team, every time they step on the court, it looked like it was the first time they've ever stepped on the court together. It's just last year's team it just there was no growth at all. So it's obviously was best to make the move we did to get rid of Stallings because I'm sure Kevin would have got pitched somewhere. It was gonna take a long ass time to do it. I mean we're talking Penn State probably Penn State basketball links. Because when the Cellos took over Penn State, it took them about six years to get to get them just to the tournament. I think they only won, like, 19 games that year, but somehow still made it in. And then, um, you know, Ed, Ed departed a year after that, I think. Took the Navy job. And now Pat Chambers is there, and he's on the six-plus six, year, six plus year plan, too, as well. Although, last year's team won the NIT Championship. Although, that team, on paper, should have went to the tournament. You know, there was people that thought that that team was going to be a Final Four team because that's that's how talented they were. Well, that didn't work out. Now this year's team is a disaster. I mean, that's because of who they who they have. Obviously, Chambers can recruit. It's just um, he's pulled some good Philly kids here and there. It's just that uh, he's a bad, you know. He's, he sucks as a coach. I mean, every every time that team steps on the court against inferior opponents, you think they're point shaving. That's how that's how bad it's been. I mean, last year's pit team, they should have blown out of the blown out the doors early in the game, and it seemed like they were fun, trying to find ways to keep us in it. But you know, I think pit yeah pit had a guy from Davidson on her staff last year, and. He was at the Penn State game, and according to Penn State fans, you know, Seth, you know, Steph Curry was there to see, you know, the see Penn State play. You know, cause Steph went because Steph is down with the blue and white. You know, he he knows that Penn State's a hot product, and he he came and watched them play, not not Pitt, not 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 because the guy on the staff, you know, the guy on the staff was a Davidson with them. But, you know, he he came to saw Penn State because Penn State's cool like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, so much for that, huh? But uh, you know, going back to the whole pit, the whole pith thing, you know, the season's not over. I mean, I'm I don't I do not think we'll be obviously the NCAA tournament team is definitely out of the, out of the question. Hell no. Uh, maybe NIT, NIT if we're lucky, but I mean, I'm sure there's the CBI and there's a CIT. I think is what they call it. or just no tournament at all, but I mean, I, I, hey, any postseason's good because I would, I wouldn't mind it because extra games, extra experience. Why not? It gives us something to build on for next season. So we got, the, um, all that out of the way. Uh, the NFL, obviously, we had, um, the uh, the championship games, and you know, new boss. In terms of the AFC, we, the new boss is the same as the old boss. New England wins again, which does which didn't surprise anyone. But I know people. I mean, you if you I mean you you relied on Andy Reid to beat New England, and to his credit. They um They gave New England a game. It's just that defense reared its ugly head. They lost the coin toss and you know, that's just that. I mean people don't like the overtime rolls and I get it. We modified the overtime rolls. Well the reason why the OT has ever got modified was because Brett Favre threw an interception in his first drive. He was driving with that team. And he didn't really have to do much. I mean, he had the Saints on on the ropes. He rolled out and made the most Brett Favre throw ever. It was across his body, and it was picked off. And after that, people said, "Well, we need to give the team that team another chance. We have to do something." So we set up a role where you know, where if a, where if a field goal is kicked on the opening drive, then our team gets a chance. I wish they would just adopt the college role and that's and be done with it. That would be nice. Or do like soccer, do penalty kicks? Have the field goal kickers line up and have them kick from certain distances. I mean, you don't have to bring the players on the field. Just uh, you know, give them the uh, the kicking tee and just let them you know let them boot them. See what happens. But now, ever since New England won the game, people are saying, well, the overtime rules suck. There needs to be something done. This isn't fair. Whereas, if Kansas City would have won the game and, um, you know, won the coin toss and won the game, there have been less bitching, there are hardly know about the overtime rules. People are just upset that New England won. That's all it is. Don't know how they do it, but every year, on paper, they should have lost this game, but... The thing is, is, they have Tom Brady, and Brady just knows how to pick apart teams, and his receivers know where to go. They know how, they just get open. I mean, it's not about a lot of times. It's not about how much talent you have a receiver, how tall they are, how fast they are. It's the routes they run, and if the they get open, I mean, if they get open, you're good, and that's how he manages to do it. But he he faces the Rams and of course the Rams. I was, I mean, I I figured the Rams were going to win. I had a feeling they were because uh, the Saints really haven't really been showing much as of late, and I had a feeling Sean McVay was going to cook up a few things against New Orleans. You know, he did the fake punt, and you know that was one of the big big parts of the game. Big plays actually that turned the tide. But uh, the Saints, you know they had their chances early to put them out put them out of their misery and they just couldn't do it no matter what and so you know that's on them you know they had they had they had the home crowd they had the same they had the Rams rattled early and they just couldn't knock them out so I mean that's on them And, you know, the whole game is badly officiated. And, you get, I mean, there were a lot of Cowboy fans complaining about last last week's game as well with uh, the Rams and the Cowboys. There were some, supposedly, you know, supposedly it was badly called as well. And, my, you know, my thought was, if I'm playing conspiracy theory here, my theory is, is they probably want an L.A. team in the finals or deep in the playoffs because... The uh, them forced the whole LA thing on us once again, which makes no sense. Is backfiring on the NFL, and so they need an a Ram, you know, an LA team in the you know, Super Bowl, so they can get a bandwagon going, and that's where we. That's pretty much where we're at with this. Because LA is not really an NFL town; it's never really been. Ever, it's more of a lake. It's it's a Laker town for the most part they love love NBA they love the Dodgers and of course and they love the Kings too which is surprising but of course you know that was Wayne Gretzky you know that trade to to LA had to happen so they could uh, get hockey going on the west coast because they had run you know really had nothing to sell there You know, they need some sort of... The West Coast needed some sort of figure. And now you got the Las Vegas Knights, Golden Knights. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year. And people complained about that. But that's the thing. The NHL, in their case, that team had to have success off the bat. For them to have anything. Because if not, nobody's going to go watch any of their games. so they had to be successful because you know Ain't you showed this rapid expansion and it's failed in a lot of cities well I mean Atlanta being the one it hasn't really worked out in Phoenix like they hoped although they're still trying like, like hell to make that work but it's not looking too good I guess Houston now is making is making a push for an NHL franchise. It would, it would make a you know it would make a lot of sense to put a team there. I mean, there's a lot of Northeast transplants in Houston. I love hockey. They can make it. I mean, they can make it work. And it gives them a rivalry with Dallas because you know there's that whole Dallas and Houston thing between each, between themselves. Uh, yeah, that's that. But uh, yeah, they had to make it work, and that's what that's what that's what this whole right, the L.A. thing is now. Is they're trying to make this work so it doesn't fall flat our faces because they have there's nobody going to the games. Although San Diego was dying as an NFL franchise is because you know the owners really weren't put much into the team anymore, and tenants was you know going down, but still, when you think of the Chargers, you you thought of San Diego. But, uh, you know, as far as New England and Rams go, I'm sure Steelers fans are sweating because now you got the New England threat now to tie you in Super Bowls, and really the record doesn't mean dick. I mean, if they tie, they tie. I mean, I think, you you know, I had the same conversation last year with this. when the Steelers had their four Super Bowls, I remember, people were screaming about the 49ers. You know, going to the Super Bowl, and they're like, oh, the 49ers can tie us in Super Bowls, or they can overtake us. And what happened, eventually they did. They They won their fifth Super Bowl in 95. And, um, Dallas would eventually win their fifth one as well the next year. So the Steelers no longer have their you know the you know, the the force the and four Super Bowls to, to brag about anymore, but they got their fifth eventually, right? And then to top that off, they grabbed another one to get their sixth, and they almost won their seventh. Although, I don't think they were to win that one. I mean, they came close at the end. It's just they shot themselves in the foot too many times with turnovers. And Green Bay was playing hot down the stretch. And Aaron, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers, there was a lot of throws that got missed. If he would have connected on him, the game would have been a lot worse. But, I mean, that's the thing about the Steelers is, I mean... They've won two Super Bowls during the operating era, but they didn't have to face New England in either one of those. Whereas Peyton Manning to win his you know, to win his first Super Bowl, <coughs> actually both Super Bowls he, that he had, he won, he had to face New England along the along the way. Whereas the Steelers haven't had to, which is probably a good thing. But yeah. I guess I'll talk more about the uh, Rams and Patriots as time goes along. We got two weeks to do it. I'm on call, which sucks because I wanted to really go go to the bar and watch the game. I still can. I just have to have somebody watch my um, watch the uh, you know the pager for me. Although I doubt anyone's going to page me on the Super Bowl Sunday. You never know, though. But anyways, guys. I got little much to talk about. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'm sure I'll be talking to you guys later in the week. Out of it. Bye.